Yeah, so we've got a lot to get to today. It's been a busy week for the NFL. Um, we've got the Sean Watson stuff, you know, Mad Max. Mac gets traded. Carson Wentz gets traded. Russell Wilson gets traded. Amari Cooper trade rumors. Um, we, we've got plenty to get to today, Tim. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a long one. So we're just going to go from the most recent events that have happened NFL-wise, and then we'll, we're going to finish it off with just some Amari Cooper stuff because, um, you know, it's not necessarily official yet. Rumors are rumors. So Deshaun Watson um, gets off of all sexual assault allegations, no criminal charges, um, and now I feel like teams are going to start going for him. Um, just my point of view on this, I... <laughs> I think the Sean Watson really should have gotten some charges. I mean, he sexually assaulted women just because he was an NFL quarterback and he, you know, thought that he could. Uh, so I, I think it's completely wrong that, um, you know, the allegations fell. Um, but that's how the court system works. And he got off scot-free. So I think he is going to the Steelers. Yeah, fits their MO. I mean, Ben Rapersberger over there. So yeah, exactly. To an extent, not really that surprising. Um, we better hope that he doesn't go to the Steelers because the AFC is already loaded with quarterbacks that need to play Deshaun Watson twice a year. Despite all of the off-the-field issues, is scary because he's an amazing player. So hopefully he gets traded out to the NFC. A team like the Buccaneers or Saints would be preferable even though we do play both those teams this year. Much rather him go there than anywhere else in the AFC because the AFC is already stacked with quarterbacks. And it's only going to keep getting worse. So yeah, got to toughen up. Uh, breaking news, this just in. Uh, first breaking news on the podcast, actually. It's not that important, but still. Joe Buck is moving to ESPN and is going to be joining uh, Troy Aikman on Monday Night Football. I can't fucking stand him so great um but that's just that uh but yeah so i I, it definitely fits the steelers mo to have another rapist on their team for their quarterback but besides that um i do agree with you i really don't want to play deshaun watson two times a year um but i mean the times that we have played him we've beat him so i mean it was also the Texans. This is true. Bill so, was the coach yeah. and whatnot. So. But we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, honestly, as much as I hate to say it, I think the Browns might be interested possibly in getting to Sean. Um, I would be pissed beyond belief if the Browns traded anything for him. But... I mean, he's a hell of a player. I'm sure I would end up rooting for him at some point. I mean, all Steelers fans rooted for Ben Roethlisberger, so why can't I root for Deshaun Watson if he's my quarterback? Um, But I'm sure we won't have to worry about that because we made zero moves on quarterbacks and the the good ones are off the board. So I feel like we are really, really, really sticking with Baker. It seems like this this nightmare just keeps going on and going on. It's It's like one of those dreams... Where, like, you, like, try and wake yourself up, but every time you try and wake yourself up, you're still there. That's the Baker situation right now. So I was really hoping that we were going to get, like, Russ, um, but we didn't. 
Uh, obviously, Derek Carr is still in the picture. I don't want Derek Carr because I, I think he's just as good as Baker Mayfield. So if it's not like a definite upgrade, then I'm okay with sticking with Baker so we don't have to move too much around. Um, I mean, you, you get him, you know, we really hadn't had a chance to discuss uh, the combine together, but, um, you know, there was lots of very fast wide receivers in that combine, so I feel like we, you know, we draft one of them. Free agency starts on Sunday. We go ahead and uh, pick up a wide receiver and uh, go draft one. Maybe Baker lights it up. So who knows? Uh, we tried that once and it didn't work out great. And now that wide receiver is in LA and he has a Super Bowl ring. So um, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, Deshaun Watson, free. Um, someone that's not very free at the moment <laughs> is Max Crosby, who just landed himself a big paycheck. Four years, $95 million. That, like, I, I think that math was $23 million a year. $23.7 million a year for him. Um, I, I think he deserves it. He's a very, very good player. Um, yeah, well, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that one? We haven't really discussed it in, up until now, so. Yeah, I mean, Max Crosby's a great player. We were, to an extent, talking about this a little bit at work. He's one of the most underrated defensive line. Yeah. He's great. He's young. He's going to be able to anchor that Raiders defense for a long time. And he's going to be up there in the next few years. He's going to, as guys get older, you know, as Aaron Donald gets a little bit older, he's going to probably start rising up into that top five of egg rushers. And he's now getting paid like it. So the very well-deserved contract for Max Crosby. I agree. Um, I mean, he was... You know, doing some some nice things when he played us on that Tuesday night game. So I mean, I we have seen him play firsthand, and I mean, he's just obviously he made the Pro Bowl this year. I mean, Pro Bowl really means nothing, but getting there means something. Um, and you know, I just good for him. He got his he got his money, got his payday. Hopefully, he can play like a ninety five million dollar. Uh, edge rusher <laughs> and they didn't waste their money on that um, now someone that the Raiders actually kind of got rid of and now I feel like he's going to start bouncing around the league is uh, Cleo Mack um, obviously he just got traded as well to the Chargers which actually I mean you know my thoughts on Cleo Mack, and I'm just going to go out and say it. I think Cleo Mack is, like, very overrated. Um, I mean, he hasn't – obviously, I'm not saying he's not good because he's it. he is. He's a good player. He's very, very talented. I just don't think he's as good as everyone, like, plays him up to be. Um, I mean, what, he touched Baker once when we played them, and we had – our offensive line was very hurt when we played them. So, wow, that was... Uh, i trying to remember what that trade was, but I, I know the Bears lost it both times. <laughs> um, yeah. The initial trade was the Bears gave up two first-round picks in exchange for Khalil Mack, and then they just traded him away after, what, three years yeah. for a second and a six-rounder. 
So very negative return on your investment. And you didn't really win anything out of the deal because you could use those two first rounders on players that would still be on your team, would be younger, cheaper. And it would have helped you a lot. Yeah. So Exactly. No, I mean how do you lose uh, twice <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a single player? I mean, the Browns did, but there, I feel like there's some underlying issues as to why the Browns lost that trade. But, um, no, I mean, good for Mac. He's going to go out and chill in L.A. Um, maybe he he shines with the Chargers. Uh, you know, Bosa on one side, he got Mac on the other. That, that might be the new uh, Miles Garrett Clowney. Um, hopefully... It's not because we're going to end up playing them, not regular season, but I'm sure we'll be playing them in the playoffs. Um, but some moves are definitely happening. Uh, that That's another big one right there. Um, now, I, I wouldn't say that Carson Wentz trade is as big uh, because he he's not good, but the fact that he got moved on already and he showed some type of promise in the beginning of the season. I think it kind of fell off like Carson Wentz does. Um, I mean, we all saw what the Colts said about him. So, I mean, they, they kind of just threw that out there. <laughs> yeah, that was a very interesting article from The Athletic. Um, Carson Wentz, you know, they called him uncoachable. You know, can't really coach him up. Horrible leader in the locker room. His decision making is not great. I mean, even with Indy, Indy having bad receivers, still didn't do that good when it came to certain games. His stats look fine. Overall, he was okay. And then you lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars in a basically playoff game because you gave up 10 points because you threw like a pick six and then you threw another interception, which turned into three points to the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> earn the first overall pick. Like, uh, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. How, how are you going to let that happen? At first, when this started, I mean, I, I really had... Um, I just noticed something, Tim. Do you have contacts in? You just wouldn't, didn't wear your glasses today. Uh, because of the new headset, you guys might notice the I sound a little bit different. Um, I just took them off because it kind of squeezes. Okay. So I didn't even... I, sorry, but I didn't even realize it. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, you know, I had a little more faith for Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, getting with a coach that he was with when, I mean, he was decent when he was with the Eagles when he had this coach, and then, you know, he goes over there, and everyone's like, well, you know, Carson Wentz is going to come back, it's the Carson Wentz comeback tour, and then he actually starts, you know, playing really well, I mean, they almost, this doesn't mean anything now, but at the time, he almost beat the Ravens, and they took the Ravens to overtime, and the Ravens won off some bullshit stuff, but... I mean, he was playing really well, really well, and then he's... I'd never seen a tank this hard and since the Browns went on 16. Like, he tanked hard, and um, it, it was just not pretty to watch. I, I never like seeing players, like, not succeed, because unless they're, like, in our division. And it's, it, it, it sucks because... He had good talent, and then it just didn't, you know, you know, what was work? Yeah, it, yeah. Just, it just didn't work. Um, obviously, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Maybe he can 
go be a coach somewhere. I'm not saying like a head coach, but like he could be like an assistant, assistant coach. Definitely not an assistant quarterbacks coach, but he could definitely be an assistant coach somewhere. Um, I don't think his days in the league are done. I just I think um, you know obviously he just got traded to the Commanders, but it it, it basically it's a it's, match made in heaven. Yeah, I mean it, that, to be honest. Well, Washington's not really a great run organization, so let's bring in the guy that has your leadership is considered uncoachable, and let's see what happens. But, you know, they got Ron Rivera, so it's all fine. Yeah, right, exactly. And I feel like him going to Washington is, is uh, no, you're done. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, they're guaranteed to have like yeah. a 7-10 and 10 season next year with some optimism going into the season, but... I don't see oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, I honestly, I could probably see him going to be, like, work for ESPN probably in the future. Um, that seems to be where a lot of the NFL guys go after their careers is, like, ESPN or they'll, um, you know, do, like, the Monday Night Football stuff. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, maybe this is his reviving team. Uh, we all thought that with the Colts, but clearly it wasn't. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, someone that doesn't really need to be revived is Russell Wilson. Um, don't I mean the Broncos gave up way too much for him, um, but they got the player that they wanted. Uh, now I was under the impression that they weren't going to trade him. I thought they had no idea, no you know they they weren't going to do it. But if you read into what they said, they said they have no intentions of trading him. That doesn't mean they're not going to. So that basically means, go ahead and spit an offer out. If it's good enough, we'll give him to you. So the Broncos said, okay, I'll do that. I'm going to go ahead and give you uh, two first-rounders, a third, a fifth, and two players. And they said... Okay, <laughs> that'll work. Um, so then they got Russell Wilson and uh, a pick or a player. Yeah, they got like a. They swapped the uh, fourth rounder and a fifth. They swapped a fifth rounder for a fourth rounder. Yeah. But yeah, the Broncos gave up so much, but they've also been looking for a quarterback for like ever. So honestly, not a horrible trade by them. Seattle is now in a great position to rebuild with the two first-rounders, two second-rounders. You have a young tight end there who's pretty good in Noah Fant. And you can see what you have in Drew Locke, although they should probably just use the first-rounder this year and draft Malik Willis. But I agree with that. Yeah, I don't think Drew Locke is the quarterback of their future. <laughs> um, who knows? If, yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe this is his time to shine. <laughs> but it's a first this year and a first next year, or do they have two firsts this year? So I believe the trade was pick number nine and their second rounder this year. They're trading like both picks this year, two picks next year with the first and second. I think they traded uh, Shelby Harris. I think he's an offensive lineman. And so Noah Font, right? Seattle. Um, yeah, they gave up a lot. Three players, four picks, and you swap.
swapped late round picks. But for the Broncos, it's probably worth every single penny, everything you gave up, because Russell Wilson takes you from a six-win team to a potential Super Bowl contender. I mean, their Super Bowl odds went up like instantly when he joined the team. Um, they've they've got a great base for him. Um, I I really I I the Broncos are going to be really interesting to watch this year. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to have a second team, but I'm just saying that the Broncos are the team that I'm going to be paying a, a, attention to uh, if they're on because I mean it's going to be really fun to watch. You know, I I always liked watching the Broncos when Peyton Manning was around. So I mean maybe this is the next era. I mean. I'm not really too sure how old Russ is. Um, He's 32, 33, something like that. Yeah, so, I mean, he'll have plenty of time to play there and, you know, go try and win a Super Bowl. Uh, that'd be pretty cool, for obviously, for that franchise, you know, after losing Peyton Manning. Uh, now you've got another Pro Bowl quarterback through trade. And, um, yeah, I mean, good for them. I was really hoping that we were going to be in the market for that because uh, I would love to see Russell Wilson in some brown and orange instead of blue and orange but oh well what are you going to do <laughs> yeah I mean honestly the trade package is something the Browns definitely could have done because maybe you don't need to give up the second rounder because Baker Mayfield is a way better player than Drew Locke but honestly I would have been fine giving up 15 next year's first rounder this year's second rounder and Austin Hooper and gotten Russell Wilson back but clearly Andrew Berry wasn't or well I shouldn't say that because Russell Wilson basically the no trade clause got to choose where he went yeah. he really liked Denver reports were that Denver was the number one team that he wanted to go to so oh well speaking of Super Bowl odds there was something kind of funny the Commander's Super Bowl odds went down after they traded for Carson Wentz. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went down. It was like, I think it's now like 60 to 1. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it, dro- it dropped like 12 spot. Like, I think it was like 48 to 1, and it dropped to like 60 to 1. So what... Okay. Uh, Taylor Heineke is still on their team, right? No, he's a free agent. The oh. thing was, it was like their odds were higher because they had a shot at Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson. Then they trade for Carson Wentz, and those odds fall. I wonder where Heineke's gonna go. Maybe Pittsburgh. I'd rather I'd rather Heineke go to Pittsburgh than that would be Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'm I'm um actually before we get into the Amari Cooper stuff, um, I wanna okay so. Obviously, free agency is coming up on Sunday, right? And the Browns have a few holes that they have to fill. Um, probably, like, some defensive line because we're, we we do need it. We It's not the greatest defensive line. Um, and wide receiver. So, I don't know if you listen to 92.3 today um, around, like, 3, 3.30. Uh, but they were talking about possibly giving Kareem Hunt to the Bills for either Cole Beasley or um, 
what the hell is his name? Uh, he went crazy in uh, Gabriel Davis. Yeah, or Gabriel Davis. Yeah, no. Why? No. I, I'm sorry. No, you you don't trade the top ten Pro Bowl capable running back for a middle tier receiver. Who's who's the wide receiver on our team right now? Who's the wide receiver one on our team right now? Donovan Peoples Jones, but you know what? You can draft somebody. You can give up a third round pick and go get Amari Cooper. Do that. Don't trade away Kareem Hunt for no reason. Kareem Hunt's on an affordable deal. You saw the offense crumble when he went down. He's a great player to have, and you don't give away great players for no reason. Sure, he's a luxury, but that doesn't mean that you still don't need him. He helps out this team very greatly, and no Andy Janovich means you're going to have sets where we could see Chubb and Hunt on the field more, which is something I want to see before we just decide, well, we're just going to trade that off. Well, okay, not you did bring up a good point. I totally forgot Andy Janovich was basically gone because they, they're not you know extending him. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't even realize that. When uh, when they were talking about it, Andy Janovich is gone. So the you well, hey, we had plenty of opportunity to have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb at the, on the field at the same time, and we never did it. So yeah, I mean, still, I wouldn't quite give up on the Kareem Hunt situation. It wouldn't be yet. it wouldn't be it giving it up. Yeah, I mean, still. I'm not saying, like, go and, like, trade for, like, a third rounder. You gotta go get a player that's, you know, that's at his skill right now. He's getting older, and obviously he's very injury-prone now since he literally barely played at all this season. You, You can give him to get a decent amount back. Dearness Johnson held his ground when he was on the field and how many how much how much of that offensive crumble is on baker than anything you have all those games where it, guess what when kareem hunt was on the field we still lost games because baker's incapable so if you're gonna if and guess what if baker needed a wide receiver on those games we could easily trade obviously free agency's coming up but we could easily trade Kareem and go get a wide receiver that isn't a free agent that we could bring on and clearly they're not a free agent because they're you know too good to hit the free agent market we could go get someone yeah I just I don't think you should give up on the Kareem Hunt situation quite yet like sure Dearness Johnson's nice He's also a free agent, even though he did just get tendered. That also means that the Browns need to match whatever contract is given, or he's just gone. So, if he's offered a $6 million deal by Miami or Buffalo, then guess what? You're paying just as much as you would for Kareem Hunt, so why would you move on from Kareem Hunt when Johnson's better? I mean, no, Johnson's not better. Yeah. I don't know. I just I feel like Kareem is gonna get expensive soon. I I I'd rather you know. Oh, he will, he will. But for now, you use that luxury, 
while you develop guys like Dearness Johnson and Demetric Felton to be able to take over one day. But for now, I say you just leave it alone. And he is good for the locker room. He helps Nick Chubb out. They're really good friends. You don't want to upset Nick Chubb. No. <laughs> no, you do not. You do not want to upset Nick Chubb. Um, but I just wanted to um, see what your thoughts on that were. Uh, now, a wide receiver that I would like on this team would be Amari Cooper because I feel like he's probably the best talent that will be available um, with coming up because they will be cutting him. Um, I, I'm surprised they didn't cut him before uh, free agency. So they I, they have to cut him this they're, weekend. They're fishing for trades. Yeah, probably. They um, might get one. They're on, they only want a third or a fourth rounder. Really? So, yeah. So it's very... And reportedly, the Browns are one of the few teams calling willing to give up that much, but that also means you're willing to pay $20 million for Amari Cooper, which is a lot. But if you just cut Jarvis, replace him with Amari Cooper, it's really like you only paid an extra $5 million. So. You see, I don't want to be spending that much money on him, though, because I, 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 Amari Cooper is good. He's not great. Um, He's also your only option. I mean, Mike Alan Williams Robinson. is off the table. Mike Williams just made $60 million over three years. Devontae Adams got franchise tagged. Chris Godwin got franchise tagged. Only other guy who's really, like, super good that's available is Alan Robinson, who also has his own problems because he just regressed off of a cliff last year because he got franchise tagged and didn't seem to want to try. That's either him hitting a major regression or another receiver finally came into the room in Mooney, and he just lost all the targets. So he comes Martin to this game. He, he is gets a safer bet. Yeah, but that money also is rough. Yeah, that that I mean, the whole point of us cutting Jarvis is to be saving money. Um, but yeah, why don't we go cut Jarvis and then get a wide receiver that's just as dependable as Jarvis and pay him five million more? Well, us locker room problems because, you know, you traded Jarvis. Well, no, you released Jarvis's boy. And Jarvis is probably also pretty ticked off with Baker Mayfield, if I had to guess. Probably. But, you know, they all talk. So who who's to say that Amari Cooper likes Baker? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I would like him on this team. I just, I, I guess we'll see. Because he's a capable wide receiver. It'd be nice to have him. Um, but if, honestly, if anything, if free when in free agency... Uh, shit. In free agency, I could really see us going after some defense again. Um, obviously, we really do need offense. But I feel like we're going to target offense in the draft again. Um, I would like to target uh, offense in free agency as well. But we'll see what yeah. happens. Did you see the Bears released uh, what's his face? Let me look it up real quick. When did this happen? Their, I think both their starting defensive tackles. Really? Yeah, Eddie Goldman got released, and I mean, I wouldn't mind having either of them because they kind of 
uh, hit Baker a lot when we played them. Um, yeah. It'd be nice to have them. What, when did they do that today? They did that today, yeah, a few hours ago. Oh, shoot. So, there, yeah, there are some options. Um, Harold Langtree got released. No, um, I thought they Titans were going to, I thought they extended the week, him. Or, wait, no, no, wrong. There was somebody that got released on the Titans. Um, yeah, it wasn't Landry, because they, they, they extended him. they did release him. a edge player. Uh, yeah, because Harold Landry just got the extension, right? Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, Harold Landry just got the extension, but they did release somebody. I forget who. I... D-tackle. There's and free... options out there. Yeah. Uh, there's there's options out there for tackles and edge rushers right now. We'll we'll see who we can get. Um, the the week building up to free agency is always so iffy because there's always players that are available and the new franchise tag, franchise tag, franchise tag, franchise tag. And I really want a good one, and that really is annoying. Um, but we'll see what happens because we've got a fun weekend ahead of us. Because the Cavs play tonight. In Miami, um, I think we're going to win this tonight uh, because Butler's not playing. We have Darius playing like Kyrie, and Evan Mobley stepped into his new role as basically center, and uh, I, I, I think we're going to do just fine in Miami tonight. Um, obviously, we'll have our struggles, but I do think we're going to win tonight in Miami. Um... What do you think? I think we can definitely win against Miami tonight with no Jimmy Butler. I didn't know that. I probably should have kept better track of that. But, yeah, Evan Mobley so far has exceeded expectations as the number two. He's doing great. Darius Garland, I wouldn't exactly say Kyrie. I'd say more Chris Paul because he's just throwing around assists like crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, prime Chris Paul. But, yeah, it was – that last game was ridiculous by Garland. 41 points. 40, 41, yeah, 41 points and, like, what, 15 assists or something crazy like A that? A bunch. It's insane to watch. I, I could see him going off tonight, but I could also see him struggling. Um, but that's just because they've been in Miami for the past two days. <laughs> but I feel like if if it's a good first half for this team, then we're going to win. If it's a difficult first half, then we will lose. Um, but we'll see. we got plenty of time for that. Um, but as always, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Um, we will see you Wednesday, hopefully with some free agency stuff. Uh, hopefully the Browns do some free agency stuff because I really don't want to talk other teams in free agency if we don't do anything. <sighs> Shoot. But as always, thanks for listening, and we will see you Wednesday. Peace out.